0: Welcome to the next escape podcast with your host, Calvin and Kiara.
1: And today we have a very special guest, David McAllister from Clever Escape located in Visalia, California.
0: How you doing? Howdy,
2: I'm doing well. How are you okay. guys?
0: Doing pretty good.
2: Yeah, That's we're doing good. good. We you guys are. sound so nice. Like, like you've done this a million times. Oh, we we've we've, we've, <laughs> we've tried a million times. You got the, you got the radio voices.
0: There's a ton of different intros that probably never made it to air.
2: Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Like, Hello. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> How are
1: you today? It's great. I love it. What's next up on the Next next Escape podcast? Try, try to do that. Couldn't, couldn't quite. Try to say next as many times as you can. Yeah. Next, 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 <laughs> next. Uh, so, David, um, you are the proud proprietor of Clever Escape. Um, why don't you ta- tell us a little bit about it better than what we
2: can, at least? Well, we are an escape room, mostly. We have three uh, live escape rooms, like you would normally have. Um, but we're called Clever, which is spelled C-L-E-V-R, because we also have virtual reality uh, stations as well. So the virtual reality is pretty cool because we, we have our stations in our front, kind of where our lobby is, and uh, we have virtual reality games where you can rent out the stations and you can play like 100 different games if you want. Um, but we also have exclusive virtual reality escape games made by Ubisoft, who makes um, games like it's Assassin's 3. Creed. Yep. yep. And Prince of Persia. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So very, very high level, uh, our, you know, high production um, company. And those games are fantastic. We have three of those. Um, they're called the Lost Pyramid, Escape the Lost Pyramid, Beyond Medusa's Gate. So it's a Greek, a Greek kind of themed one. And then Prince of Persia Dagger of Time, where you get to control time. Yeah.
0: Dagger yeah, and of we Time played, was really fun.
2: Yeah, they're all they're all a blast. Uh,
1: I don't think that we played Medusa's. Mm-mm. That was my yeah, favorite. Two. The other two have been an absolute blast. Like the production quality is pretty insane for them. Uh and they're definitely just like escape rooms only in VR. Like I, I think it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah it's not and it's like we have a VR set at home. We have the HTC Vive at home, um, and there are escape games that we can play on there. But they pale in comparison to what Ubisoft dumped uh, the amount of time and work hours into those games. So they're they are a lot of blasts. And I think that you might be the only escape room VR
2: hybrid in the Central Valley. Is is that right? I think so. There's a new VR place in Fresno or Clovis. Area, uh, which it's a little bit of a subject. No, I'm sure those people are fine, but uh, they they call themselves never escape, and we are clever escape. Oh. So it's kind of like. Mm. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm I'm sure you know it was either an accident or, or maybe they just didn't care. It's fine, and I don't. it it is what it is so i don't know if they're still open i haven't really heard from them but i heard that they were coming out and then nothing
1: yeah yeah, Yeah, me too
0: radio silence more on like things outside of vr too like i don't think escape rooms is their main thing it was mostly just like a vector to use the vr in a different way i think vr is definitely their main thing
2: yeah, they do maybe like projects or something with VR.
1: Well, or also learn or, about, I don't know Bitcoin and I'm sure NFTs. So yeah, okay. Uh, Ooh, okay.
0: Take that as you will. Seems like they're trying to be like a workspace as well because yeah. I saw some.
1: Oh, okay, got gotcha. you. But Needless to say, does not seem to be as focused as Clever is and what they what they kind of deliver, right? Uh, yeah, well, a good chunk of your rooms and all of them are, are are a blast. I think that you have some of the best puzzle design that we've seen in the Valley
0: yeah thanks it has my yeah. favorite rooms in the central valley besides yeah. obviously next gen but i don't play next gen games
2: so. <laughs> Never played? Never so played. it's a so little hard to, to judge your own man yeah yeah, yeah. it's difficult it's so- and you you guys have said many times you're you're your worst critic anyway right so yeah yeah,
0: yeah definitely
1: yeah. yeah yeah i mean i can tell you everything that's wrong in all of our rooms like <laughs> same here then i'll keep it silent and act like they're perfect. <laughs>
2: No, that's why you invited me, so I can talk about all the things that are wrong with my rooms, right? Yeah, there yeah. yeah. Take the pressure off. Yeah. Um, the podcast
0: there just you go. Named everything wrong. With <laughs>
2: everything all wrong all with the bad name. things.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, David, like, what was your first like introduction into escape rooms, and like, how did you get this as a hobby, which eventually ended up opening Clever?
2: Yeah. So, I used to be a. I'm. I'm a math teacher. That's my actual, real job. And um, before that, I was a technology coach where I would teach teachers how to basically implement or you know, uh, integrate technology into their classroom. And I had a, another coach with me. We, we went to all the schools in our district and uh, she's a good friend of mine, her name's Denise. And Denise, she went on a conference or a trip or something, I can't remember, San Francisco. This was like five or six years ago. And when she came back, she was talking about how they did something called an escape room, and I was like, "What the heck is that?" She described it to me. She's like, "Yeah, there's puzzles. You have to escape out of the room, and blah blah blah." And I was just like, "Like everybody's like, what the heck? That what sounds talking about weird, but kind of cool." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm kind of nerdy. I'm very. Well, I'm not kind of nerdy. I'm very nerdy. So when I heard that, I love puzzles. So you know, she when she saying this, I was like, "That sounds interesting. Like something I would do." And then she's like. At the time i think she said she paid 25 bucks a person which i was like oh my gosh that's so much money and uh it seemed like a lot of money to me because i you know you when you don't know what you're getting yourself into yep. you know i am comparing it to a movie yeah. i'm like well that's a little bit more than a movie but not quite and you know i didn't know yeah. so anyway i and i told katie my wife about it and i was like hey uh denise went to she said it was a blast she went to this escape room." let's go do an escape room i tried to describe it to her the way it was described to me and she immediately said heck no that sounds nerdy and stupid no way i'm doing that yep yep so i was kind of i kind of put it on the shelf for a while and um anyway my i went down to see i have two nephews that live in fullerton and uh i went down to see them and we were in like the chinatown area of la and uh One of them said they wanted to go do an escape room. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to do one of those. And uh, none of us had ever done one. And so uh, my wife Katie was like, fine, if you all three are going to do it, I'll go with you and whatever. (laughs) So she just tagged along. Yeah. And so we went to this escape room that was in this mall and the mall was already janky. like, Like we had to park in the basement of the mall and the basement was like not finished. So it looked like, sketchy I'm
0: to crazy. say the least he was like what are you guys getting me <laughs> what are you
2: guys what, what did i sign up for is this yeah. Part of the escape. yeah when we were when we were parking i was like oh my gosh i don't know if i want to be here and then we went upstairs to the to the um actual mall and the actual mall wasn't that bad and so this place was in the mall and um anyway we went in and it was the theme was something like we were trying to break into a a bank it was like a heist bank heist type thing and uh, this is remember this is probably five years ago maybe five and a half years ago and and some change maybe yeah and so escape rooms like were brand new in fact i don't at this time i don't think there was a if there was an escape room in fresno there was one and it had just opened if that was the case or there might not have been. I don't even know. <laughs> but um, I had never. It was never... At a time before
1: the escape rooms as we know it in the Central Valley.
2: Right. I know I know it was either there was nothing or one because right after we did this, I'd say like within two weeks, I looked for an escape room around here. And I, I only found one. And that was Breakout Fresno um, at the time. So they were the only place that I saw. But anyway, back to my first Back to the bank heist one. So we go in and uh, this this place was kind of large. So it had multiple rooms in it. And um, it was weird I, back then, like when, I, when, I, when we did it, I was having a blast. I was having so much fun. This room they said was for, it was like the hardest room. It was for like, they recommended eight to 10 people. And it was six, there was four of us. And then they made us join two strangers mm. who, who were absolutely awful yeah oh, no. we would have done better with them yes. <laughs> but it's okay doing? yeah <laughs> they're probably listening right now i don't even know
0: if Imagine. As if.
1: i would love for them to to know about it and then hey,
0: <laughs> soon, that was uh, us. Uh, nice.
1: no. at gmail.com.
2: <laughs> I love it so we go in and they had like puzzles all over the place um like an overload of puzzles and uh really cool things even back then they had some pretty cool they had the like keypads you had the, You had to like punch in stuff. They actually had a keypad on the ceiling, and you found this like rod, and you had to like
0: oh, that's
1: cool
2: poke upwards at the keypad to push in the numbers. Um, They had this huge like I don't know how to describe it. It looked like like a comp, like a kind of like a combination lock, but it had like three layers, and you had to like line up the disc almost. Yeah, there you go, like discs exactly, but huge, like bigger than me. Yeah, these massive the ones skyrim
1: yes yeah, there right, you go those those things okay
2: yes and you had to line them up and you know solve the puzzle that way and uh they, i remember they had this big like like uh thing that just said push and i had a lever and we would push it nothing was happening we pull it and push it and because we couldn't we're like i don't know what's happening but anyway when we when we opened the first door and went into this hallway we went around the corner into this hallway and um at the end of the hallway was the, um, like a little room, like a tiny room. I'd say like a three foot by three foot, if that. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so we found out that when you go into that little room and it was just open, like the door was, there was no door. It was just open room. Well, the push thing pushed the entire room into the next room. I don't know oh, if that no. makes any sense. Almost like an ele- like a sideways elevator. Kind of. Yeah. Like, a, like if you can imagine like an elevator on set. A little elevator. <laughs> correct. Yes. So somebody had to stay behind and push. And then it pushed all of us into the next room. That's and, cool. then we, and then we had to go to the other side, push it back so that person could come through. And it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. They had like lasers on the ground that like anytime you hit them, the alarm would go off. And you'd have to. Sh- it was well, super annoying. I'm, I'm kind of jealous that that was your first room. That, that was my first room. And I was like, holy moly.
1: Yeah. This is crazy. Age. I mean I was gonna ask like when was the first like aha moment of like you finally got what like escape rooms were and like you were you were you know ready for it. but it sounds like almost from the get-go, you guys were having a
2: blast. Oh man, it was great and and um, there was a fourth there was a fourth room and which was the end of the game and I um, I remember the two people were tr- like were trying to solve the last puzzle and we were just kind of watching them and i had an idea of what to do but i didn't say anything because they were already kind of i didn't want to interrupt them and after they failed miserably i was like okay i think they're trying to get at this and i was totally right and remember it's a directional lock and it was the last thing and i was you had to like kind of transcribe these like i don't know they were yeah it was it was like a reference puzzle so you had to look at these uh stars right, that made a constellation, and then find the constellation in this picture, and look at, figure out where it's pointing to, and then put it into the directional lock. Oh, wow. Don't, so, uh anyway, we were in the middle of doing that, and in our time right now. Oh. And then they came in, I was like, "What? were we on the right track? They're like, you're totally doing it fine. And at the time, they were like, they would not let you yeah, finish. if you hard. I'm like, we need like 15 seconds. Yeah. So, that was one of our fails. But it was a lot of fun. And I remember immediately after my wife who was so against escape rooms turned to me and was like let's do another one <laughs> yeah, <there laughs> nice and i was like we don't have time but we will do another one i promise at some so, point
0: um i know before you owned clever you were doing like mobile boxes so what right. happened to the point where you were like i'm not doing a business to the point where you're like i'm going to do a business what like was yeah what was,
1: the, what was the trigger and what was that transition
2: like yeah so we we had done after that one we did a bunch of fresno and bakersfield that puzzle effect which had a different name at the time and we went to break our second one was the one that was your first one
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, yeah which is funny because i heard your podcast and um and you guys were kind of down on it and i loved that that was one <laughs> of my favorite ones ever which is hilarious it's just yeah. funny how how different perspectives no different
1: you, know? Preferences, yeah. you know
2: yeah yeah Um, well, my, my big thing, like the most important thing about an escape room to me, what makes it fun is the puzzles. And I know that escape room that you guys were talking about, the, the aesthetic of the room was crappy and well, not, let's just say subpar. I guess it's not there anymore. We can talk about it. (laughs) Or you can say whatever you want, right? Uh, But the thing is, I liked it a lot because the puzzles were really cool. I, I thought they were great and I had, we had a blast when we did it. So, um, just different it's cool that different people value it different things in a discovery. Yeah, like I, I definitely
1: think that you value the puzzles most in your game designs, and I definitely absolutely find that reflects in your rooms themselves. I think overall we are more I don't know ambiguous. Like we, we try to focus on the experience, whatever that means, you know,
2: not necessarily just focusing on, on like one story. Yeah. I would say your if yeah. yours is story, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Especially in uh King's Keep. Mm-hmm. And Clancy's launch. And actually, you, you know what? I just played your new one. Yeah. And uh it was funny because every time we play yours, we like talk about you know the story and the whole experience and everything. And um, we always have a blast, by the way. You guys do an amazing job. I love oh, your Thanks, you. They're thank great telling us that. that on our show. That pandering. Really <laughs> like, yes. you know? <laughs> no, but seriously, they're the yours is probably my favorite place to go. And um in, in Fresno, at least, you know, in that area. Um, but, yeah, we, we we had a blast. We just played your new room. Uh, Cerebral. Cerebral. Thank yeah. you. And uh, it was just a ton of fun. And I love that you guys did something, like, totally different, which is cool. And, We're trying to. Uh, we always try to up the ante one way or another, right? Yeah. And I, I have the same kind of – I think that's why I like the rooms, because I have the same kind of attitude. I want to do something different that I've never seen before all the time. Uh, and so, yeah, I can totally tell that's that's kind of what you guys do too. Um, but what was funny, even though we had a, we had a fantastic time, we were talking afterwards about all the puzzles, and we really liked, you know, the, how things kind of went. And and then we're like, wait, what was what were we? Somebody was asking us, me and Katie, like, what was the theme of the room? And we're like, I I don't really know the story actually, because your other ones had like. We're more a lot of, more of a story. Yeah, it was more like story driven, and and you know like uh, King's But We played, gosh, when you first opened it, I could. Yeah. I remember even now, you're like traveling minstrels or something like that, and you got thrown in prison, and you were yeah. trying to escape, like show that you were or escape, right?
0: Yeah, escape and and prove your innocence. Escape
2: out of prison, prove your innocence. Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and you prove your innocence through the story. But yeah, definitely Cerebral doesn't have as many story beats. It's more, it's difficult just for the mere fact that it's kind of similar to Saw. It's basically like, get out so you don't get tortured. So I do
1: know there's a, of like, hey, there's somebody bad here and we gotta go. I tried to hide the story That's pretty much what I was telling you as I I tried to hide them as much as I could almost um, to the point where I think that a lot of people are kind of going over them and not seeing the details. Yeah. Um, And we kind of do that on purpose because- I was gonna say, yeah. This room was definitely for enthusiasts and I hear, a lot of the time uh especially people on this phone call saying that they don't like to read and i try to
2: (laughs) take that feedback and run with it
1: um so for cerebral oh that's great didn't see the story necessarily like the behind the scenes story it does not necessarily what you guys were doing but the the world around the players and the world around the characters in there it's there it's not it's not as apparent as the other ones and i think that is something that we want to go back to and maybe revisit um
2: well it's a, it was a it was super fun
1: yeah
2: i'm, I'm not gonna right. lie it I'm was glad great you guys liked it
1: um that that room uh damn near broke us um uh, <laughs> but i'm glad we're on the other side of it so you so just just to go back a little bit so you you played played the room um down in fullerton um mm-hmm. which is crazy like it's such a small world i keep on hearing people from fullerton all the time we have friends down there. We we vacation in Fullerton, if you will, um, <laughs> which is pretty cray cray. But uh, so you played the room in Fullerton, and then uh, you want to play. Katie wants to play a room right after that. Yes. Um, oh, she got into it. So, so what kind of happens to between then and then you your <laughs> uh, escape boxes?
2: Yeah. Well, after our second room, the one that you guys did also. Yeah. I was telling Katie like I could totally like I could totally make this. I could totally build these. Like you know I I. My I love puzzles. My my I have a master's degree in mathematics. You know, I'm that's just my personality. And uh, that's what I'm all about. And I was like, man, I could totally do this. So um, I built one for a classroom, and it was a mobile one where you're trying to open instead of like, you know, being in a room, trying to escape the room or, you know, whatever objective it is, the objective is to break into a box. And um, and so I would have this box locked up with all these locks, and you'd have to solve puzzles that are hidden. Hidden all over the place, um, in order to break into the box. So same idea, yourself solving puzzles. Obviously not as in- immersive as an escape room, but way, way, way cheaper. Yep, that's yeah. for sure. I, uh, <laughs> it's a
1: so classroom budget. That's pretty good that you were able to pull that off,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, I I got into it. I started making more and more games, and um, and then people were finding out about it, and so. Um, several churches and uh, like camps and like real estate teams would reach out to me and, and ask me, like, can you do a team building thing? And so I'd, yeah, heck yeah, sure, why not? So I'd go for like an hour or two, do the, you know, escape room with with their team. And they paid me like 500 bucks. And I'm like, what the crap? This is legit. Do you mind if I ask
0: like, how did they hear about you?
2: Um, that's a great question. Are you uh, the popular guy? Is that, what it is? is that the secret sauce that we're missing? I well, being in an education did definitely help. I have a lot of connections that, you know, that I wouldn't have otherwise. So, um, a lot of it was word of mouth, but then people would, as soon as I did one, they posted all over the social media and then other people would find out about it. Um, especially with real estate teams. I don't know why, but they loved they loved doing escape room boxing they always paid me a ton of money too Nice. Which, <laughs> nice. Which i think it's crazy well, but a tip for
0: owners yeah. target uh, real estate
1: that that's a tip i'm going to try to implement next week
2: <laughs> yeah thanks for well that. thanks for that freebie the big the big like the big 3 was i went to three different church camps mm-hmm. and um two of them one of them was about 50 people oh, wow. and then the other two were over 120 people oh. And there were, the two that were over 120, they were all men, uh, you know, that are similar to me. And they all have jobs, pretty much. And so when they played it, they all loved it. And then they would, you know, I could get... And that's 120 it players just, talking oh, i mean 240 yeah off of and, two days or what, you know that'd be almost 300 people Two and everybody people. would want to talk to me afterwards because they want to you know they want to it's a cool like, that was cool i love how this happened this happened and and then they're like hey you should come to our place and do it you should come to our place and do it and then it kind of snowballed and um i always had i always would tell katie like i i feel like we should just open up our own place but i i am a teacher i'm we have kids there's no way i can like take the time to do that and run it well and she's like yeah i'm not letting you do that and then <laughs> i'm like yeah i get it like you know totally fair fair yeah totally fair more than fair and uh actually looking back after opening i'm like that was way more than fair because you know building rooms is not uh, easy, yeah, <laughs> at all. The good rooms is not easy, and and building a business in general is not easy. You know, uh, this well, you guys know. So, so anyway, I, it, it kind of all uh, culminated into this big event that uh, I had this idea of. Uh, I was doing a fundraiser. I was I was just going to start a fundraiser from scratch uh, with an escape room and dinner. Because um, I was going with this team to build houses in Mexico for homeless people. And um, in, this, in this village where people like literally just have, they only have tents. They have like cardboard, you know. And um, anyway, so I was going to go down there to help build a house. And I was trying to do some fundraising. So um, my idea was to get like 10 people, do like a spaghetti dinner and an escape room and charge like 30 bucks a person. And that'd be like 300 bucks. And that'd be a good chunk, you know, of money. Maybe we can buy a door or something. I don't know. Or, or a couple of windows. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I invited my friend, Chris Jolly. And uh, I was like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do this fundraiser. I know, you know, you, he's one that has been down and built houses in this, in this village. And uh, I said, hey, you want to, um, do you want to come? And, and, you know, it's for, you know what it's for, the cause it's for. And he's like, not only do I want to come, I want to cook i was like sweet heck yeah and so he's like uh, and we're not doing spaghetti and i was like oh okay what are we doing he's like we're gonna do ribeye steaks and i was like oh my gosh wow okay well if you're cooking them i'm i'm down with that we're gonna have to charge more than 30 bucks yeah, yeah, it's not, not 30 anymore like <laughs> the price a little. and then he's like he he works for a real he's a real a real estate agent and so he works for uh, a, a real high-end real estate place in uh not high end, I mean, they sell all kinds of houses, but <laughs> but they're really well known. That's what I'm going for Not in it. Portugal and Visalia. And uh, so he's like, Hey, my boss has a huge house with this huge pool house, uh, and uh, she's I want to get her involved and see if she'll host it for us. And I'm like, Oh crap, okay, so she's like, Absolutely, heck yeah, let's do it. And so we we decide to like kind of advertise a little bit, and she knows like a billion people and so and they're you know they're all pretty wealthy people because she's wealthy and so uh this 10 person event ended up being um a 40 person event wow and then so based in her pool house her pool house was two stories the pool so house. The pool house was two stories.
1: Just just so, like which house you were yeah.
2: okay, okay. Okay. So she's like, "Let's make the tickets 100 bucks." And I was like, "Who's going to pay 100 bucks for an escape room a dinner, you know?" 40 people sign up, right? And then she has more people wanting to come. And I'm like, "Holy crap." Like, "I okay." So, um we <laughs> ended up getting <laughs> over 70 people. We did it over 2 days. And we had over 70 people. We raised over ten thousand dollars. Wow! And uh, because people not only paid, but then at the end they would just give extra money. Also do We yeah. show yeah. she had a video that she showed them at the end. Um, but I, I designed this room for for this particular thing, and it was uh, like a it was like a construction theme because we're building houses. Mm-hmm. So like at at the end you end up finding like a drill. Oh no, it was, yeah, you ended up finding a drill and you had to unscrew the box at the end. And so it's things like that. Um, Yeah, it was all, you had to measure like the lengths of these different blocks of wood and that made the code and, you know, it was all like... I mean, that sounds creative. Low budget?
0: That's really Low budget,
2: extremely low budget.
1: But very scrappy and creative, which is like kind of like what we really like to see in our rooms is like, how can we make this...
0: (laughs) like the best experience for the least amount. Right.
2: Yeah. Biggest bang for your buck. Right. Yeah. Well, man, that, that fundraiser, so many people were saying like, you need to open up your own place. You need to open up your own place. And so I told Katie, I was like, I, I think it's time. Like, I think we need to do something. And she's like, you can, as long as you get a partner to run it for you. And I was like, sweet. And, um, and so somebody actually approached me and asked last
1: words yeah
2: well we're not gonna get to we're not gonna get to that but um, but then anyway uh, somebody approached me and asked me if I because they had seen me do these games a couple times and um, and so I was like heck yeah and so we got a partner and went in and then um, after we opened up he ended up uh, going in you know another direction and we were able, luckily at the time we were able to buy it buy it from him, so now it's just us but uh, but anyway that's that's how we got started that's a cool story that's cool that's really fun and yeah kind of just escalated
1: rooms do you have
2: (laughs) so we have um our live escape rooms are one called the downside up it's based on the show stranger things uh i should say it's inspired by the show stranger things because there's nothing from the show really that is in the game i mean there's kind of like some decorative stuff that's in the game i think like the theming yeah and like not it's the more theme, just the, but
1: just the set almost like the yeah it's like the 80s movie. yeah,
2: 80s, 80s themed basement hangout room dungeons and dragons kind of feel um yeah it's pretty cool you're, you're trapped in an alternate reality and you have to find your you get transported by when you're playing dungeons and dragons you all touch your game pieces at the same time and it, you get transported into an alternate reality. you have to find your game pieces in this alternate reality and get back to the main to the real world. and so that's the goal of the game. Um, and you' found one since your Tulare location?: Yes, uh, it has changed a bit since we moved from Tulare, Um, but it's still the same pretty much the same game essentially. Uh, I changed about 40 percent of it, I'd say. yeah, roughly I there guess.
0: I mean, uh, rooms are never done. They're just a done. living yeah. work of art that just continually changes. True. Until you you will never feel 100% with them, I feel like. Um, uh,
1: Another room we have... Unfortunately, the, the trial version of Zoom is uh is ending in about seven minutes. So we do have to wrap up this episode. So I just want to wrap up by just talking about the rooms. So
2: you got yeah, Downside totally. Up. Downside Up. And then we have The Lost Treasure of Atlantis. um, And then that one... You're basically uh, your friend, Chester Copperpot, which I stole from um, Goonies. Yep. Um, Which is more just to see if people know the reference. Anyway, he's an archaeologist that goes missing and you have to. Uh, he's, he claims he lost. He found the, the uh, where Atlantis is, the Temple of Atlantis. And so you're basically going in after him to see where, what happened to him. And you end up getting trapped and have to uh, find the lost treasure of Atl- Atlantis to get out. So I think the Atlantis has like
1: the best I think set production, maybe like at least uh, from what I remember from from the walls and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Sconces, like I, I mean, I think that that was a big step up from from the original downside up. Um, uh, upside down. Excuse me.
2: No. Downside, uh, up. Downside, downside
1: up. Downside up. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Downside <laughs> up. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that I think that, that the first game was great because it had the, the augmented reality, like you had to use the, the front. Right. I don't know if you still have that now, but I think that that was a really mm. cool um, kind Implementation of Implementation
0: of technology.
1: Yeah, that I hadn't seen before and you got to use it continually throughout it. It was really cool. And then I think that with Atlantis, you really stepped it up with the set production as well as your, your newest game. I think it kind of carried over from originally Atlantis and then you kind of refined it along the way, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Dracula is our newest game. It's called Dracula's Demise. Single. And um, I, I think the set of Dracula is even better than Atlantis. Uh, maybe you don't get the wow factor like right away but uh, especially the second room, I hired an artist and she just went to town in there. It looks incredible. Um, I also, by the way, her name's Taylor Kruger. So shout out to Taylor. She was uh, absolutely phenomenal. And that's, you know, what's funny is like, you know, we all have kind of like our weak things and our things we're good at, things we're not good at. And art is one of the things I am definitely not good at. And so um, I was lucky to, yeah. Well, I was lucky to have uh, Taylor help me out with that. Um, and then also while we're talking about shout outs, um my friend Troy Swanson uh helped with some of the bigger projects. The um like like Dracula's coffin had was it's well, a very want, specialized I, I, coffin. I'm
1: kind of down to do one episode right after this and talk more about Dracula's demise specifically.
2: Yeah, totally. Because uh, it, well, a lot to th- talk about. I think there's a lot this pretty cool game. <laughs> yeah, it's cool game. They're all great, I think, but yeah, this one I kind of went overboard. I want, I feel like you know, it it was just in a good way.
0: Yeah, in a good I, way. I I think I went so too. It's it's definitely my favorite, but Atlantis is definitely close second because Atlanta yeah, was really really awesome too. But-
2: I
1: think that there was one moment in Atlantis, and I think you might, you guys might be able to remember, but it happened, and my mind was blown away. It wasn't that like the puzzle itself was too challenging but just the aha moment of i know exactly what's going on here really sealed the cake for me i think that that's why atlantis is one of my favorite games of all
2: time but um oh well, now i'm interested in what puzzle that was or what
0: yeah i'm kind of
2: part of the game that was <laughs> what? yeah 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 okay. yeah 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 so wait what the oh gotcha yeah. <laughs>
1: Mm mm-hmm i gotcha one i because that's a puzzle that i've been wanting to implement and i we just haven't found a good use for it but you did it so flawlessly that i'm like oh okay we're not doing that puzzle anymore (laughs) you know what's funny is already
2: did better that is not even the original plan by the way i'll have to tell you about that some other time but that was you know when you build an escape room you have all these ideas you're like oh if i could make this work and this work and this work and this work and then when you actually go to do it you're like that is not gonna work or that's either, impossible. I get, yeah, that's either impossible or it's not possible. With, like, right. uh, possible. it, yeah, it's somebody's gonna break it or some, or you know, it's just not gonna work.
1: Uh, uh, I remember in the in, room. for uh, King's Keep when we wanted to make the loaded dice in that room, uh, we were trying to figure out how we could possibly always guarantee that they roll the same. And like, I we went to our engineer friend and we we're yep. like, all right, what if we got a giant magnet? oh that that is so funny and so that way when it's on it's always gonna like land because it's so strong the 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 dice always roll the same way and then he came to me he was like hey you know that uh pacemakers are a thing right and you know that (laughs) oh gosh really big magnet you might not make them work anymore it's like oof Oof,
0: i love how freddy not. thinks of those things yeah he i saves never would have thought about pacemakers <laughs> we would have just killed somebody no
2: i don't no, think we, we I don't, don't who knows anybody, who knows I, I that's doubtful um i mean you'd have to have a really big magnet for that but about. it's funny we i have the same story like i was trying to make the same thing happen you roll the dice that always lands on the same yeah. Yeah. number and, and, and I, we've had this conversation because i thought you did it when i went in your room and i was like dang
0: it he figured out how to do it yeah. And then
2: well I don't want to give any away, but well, I love uh, that
0: we both individually found our, own, found our own ways.
2: We found our own ways.
0: Yeah. Well, it's really an impossible cool challenge,
1: but we both got them. Well, you know I figured out a way.
0: Yeah, yeah I, and yeah. I like your way. Yours is very creative too.
1: Very clever.
0: Yeah. Clever. Thank
1: you. Thank <laughs> you. Know, that, I I think that we're gonna have to wrap it up for this episode. All good. Any other closing remarks?
2: Any any words? Come today? come play. I, I just wanna say I'm super excited. For all the new rooms that have opened up this past, you know, it's like a new month generation or two? of escape rooms. Yeah, and like uh, four months. Yeah, I got to play the one at Real Escape. Fantastic! They did a nice. great job with it, and it's and they're all different, and they're all like not only different from each other, different from escape rooms around here. You know, and like not like just all different yeah um like theirs is the one in real escape it's more of like a mystery that you're trying to solve a mystery mm-hmm. like you know you to, like, and know uh the, who the who their guys is is, is. a horror themed one right which we i mean there was one in escape mm-hmm. but um uh, yours is like was a full theirs was a little shorter i think i never got to play theirs unfortunately never got but, to play it yeah it was a thirty. yeah room. and then dracula has all kinds of crazy stuff which we'll talk about yeah
0: next episode.
2: i'm down to talk no. about it and
1: uh sorry you guys got me talking <laughs> no it's all good that's what we're here for we're here to talk uh, it now. but we'll be we'll be hopping on to the next uh, zoom chat right now to talk more about dracula's demise
0: yeah and if you guys have any questions comments concerns or just want to chat or anything along those lines you can email us at next at gmail.com
1: that's next escape at gmail.com until then i have been calvin
0: I am Kiara
1: and David. All right, we got (laughs) our names down. See you guys next time.
0: Bye bye.
2: Thanks for having me.